every day, all of us should be listening for the Word of God and finding ways to communicate it to those who are around us. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance in the midst of our busyness, opportunity in the midst of our mess, and the voice of God at the center of it all. I doubt that a short podcast is going to give you balance and clarity to last for a lifetime, but I do hope that each week we can help you to take a step forward. This week, I want to talk about our prophetic role, and I want to tie it into St. John the Baptist as the quintessential example of who we are called to be as prophets. And you may say, wait a minute, I'm not called to be a prophet. If you were baptized, then uh, you are called to be a prophet. As a matter of fact, you were anointed with a threefold sharing in the ministry of Christ as priest and prophet and king. Now, that doesn't mean that you uh, need to put on a robe and go find a king somewhere to challenge. It does mean, though, that we are called to do the quintessential things that prophets do. In the words of Dorothy Day, a prophet is one who is called to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comforted. We could look back into the Old Testament and find that this is literally the role that was played by somebody like Isaiah or Ezekiel or Jeremiah. We hear in the words of the prophet Isaiah, comfort my people comfort. We also hear in the words of all the prophets, great words of challenge and warning that unless we repent, uh, destruction and ruin will befall us. We know how it went for the prophets of the Old Testament. When they afflicted the comforted, they generally got themselves killed. We know how it went for St. John the Baptist, who spoke in an affliction of the comforted, and uh, of course he got his head cut off. So if that makes you a little bit queasy, take a deep breath and do embrace that the Holy Spirit is with you in this prophetic mission. So let's let's start with uh, where it's supposed to come from. Where is this prophetic mission supposed to come from? A prophet doesn't speak their own words. They don't speak their own opinions or their own mind. A prophet is not one who prefaces hard things with, I'm just saying the truth or something like that. A prophet is one who listens to the Word of God and then speaks it with clarity and with charity. Sometimes that charity wears steel-toed boots, but with clarity and charity. A prophet is one who roots themselves in Scripture, and we know that the words of Scripture are are true. We know that the teaching of the church is also prophetic because it is the Word of God. Whatever comes from Scripture itself, from the sacred tradition, whatever comes from the magisterium is prophetic. And if we are called in our specific situation to impart those words with clarity and charity to others, this is part of our prophetic mission. Um, This is true in our family. It is true in our place of work. It is true with our friends that we are called to, to be a mouthpiece of that prophetic mission. And sometimes it is comforting to those who are afflicted. Um, Not in a chicken soup for the soul sort of way, but in a way that gives ultimate hope, not just that makes us feel better in a sentimental way in the moment, but one that gives the deep hope that we are the adopted children of God, that ultimately our lives are oriented toward heaven. There is great hope for us to speak to everyone that is around us. There's also great challenge. And even that challenge is is rooted in hope. But to afflict the comfort, it is the part that I have the hardest time with. It's it's easier for me, at least, to, to speak um, words of, of comfort to people who are afflicted. I, I love in um, in my ministry, I get the opportunity to speak a lot about the, the truth of, of our identity as sons and daughters of God. I find that to be a comforting truth, to to speak the truth that, that we have a vocation, a mission, a purpose. Generally, people are pretty much on board with this when, when they hear it. I think that the, the tougher part is that it's not often rooted 
embedded in the core of people's beings. But, but to hear it as a theory, they'll at least say, well, that, that's very nice. Thank you very much. But to afflict people who are comforted, to speak the, the truth about tough church teachings, to speak the truth about personal situations that friends and family members are in that are perhaps toxic to them. It's difficult because most often when we do that, we're immediately rejected, even if the one who um, we're speaking the truth to ultimately comes around. It's difficult. So um, what are some tips for, for doing that? I'm going to lay it out in, in three steps. And I, I sort of resist this a little bit because um, laying things out in three steps, I don't mean to say, if you just follow these three steps, this is going to be easy. I'm just saying that these are three things to make sure you're thinking about if you're going to be uh, afflicting the comforted. Number one, make sure that what you're saying is rooted in the Word of God and what God is actually speaking and not just in your own personal interest or in your sort of like pet issue. Be sure that if you are speaking prophetically, that you are actually speaking the, the Word of God that is uh, coherent with, with scripture and tradition and the magisterium and not just your own personal opinion. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, be willing to be resisted. This is the part that I have trouble with. Of course, we all like to be liked. And I, I realize as I probe into my own life and mind and heart that I really don't like conflict. I hate to be I hate to be hated. I hate to be the bad guy. I want to be good cop. But to be prophetic, you have to be willing to speak the truth. Now, number three, if if we are willing to be hated, um, we don't want to go so far to the other side that we say things, you know, we say something really harsh and then we say, I'm just speaking the truth or I'm just saying. The, the third thing is that we need to be genuinely charitable. Um, and part of that charity is that our intention is the good of the other, but also the mode in which we communicate should be as, as cunning as a serpent and as innocent as a dove. We need to work to ensure that our presentation is, is strategic because, of course, uh, God himself is, is strategic in the way that he speaks to us. So those three things, if you're going to afflict the comforted, of course, comfort the afflicted as well, but these are the three steps I'm working out for myself. One, be sure that what you're speaking is, is the truth of God's word. So if it's a church teaching, make sure you have that teaching right, that you're not just speaking some opinion, you're teaching the actual teaching of the church. Um, or if you're teaching something um, prophetic rooted in scripture, make sure you have it right and you have the interpretation correct and coherent with our Catholic faith. Number two, be willing to, um, to be resisted and, and perhaps even hated. Uh, number three, be sure that you're being charitable charitable in that your intention at the heart is the good of the other and charitable in that you're presenting what you're presenting in a way that considers the good of the hearer that considers also a strategy with which they are are likely to or most likely to listen to you even if they ultimately reject you so those three things comfort the afflicted afflict the comforted and we are called to be prophetic we're not just called to um, speak our own opinion or our pet issues every day all of us should be listening for the word of god and finding ways to communicate it to those who are around us. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to embrace your prophetic vocation and reminding me to embrace my prophetic vocation and encouraging you to take a step forward. <laughs>